0: Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn, Miami Airport, Miami, Florida. So here we are, roughly halfway through the month, the first full week of October. I found myself getting in the car, leaving Orlando, heading to Atlanta for a Tuesday, Wednesday meeting, and normally that's a flight. By the time you factor in orlando traffic and atlanta traffic it's probably an eight-hour drive but the issue was i had a thursday meeting in valdosta georgia and it just really didn't make sense financially nor time wise to fly back out of atlanta wednesday night only to wake up early thursday morning get in the car and drive three and a half hours north to valdosta so uh... it made it for a nice road trip one of the advantages or one of the things i try to do when i'm in my car is stop and visit several of the little free libraries. And uh, if you're not familiar with that, I'll put a, a link down in the show notes. But it gives people that, I guess, you know, don't have the means to get to a library or don't have the means to to have a library card to read books. That's just kind of, they're all very unique little uh, library huts, I would call. I mean, they're maybe a foot, one foot by two foot, and they hold maybe half a dozen to a dozen books. But you drop your books off in there and give somebody else the opportunity to come along and grab some and take some home and read read for themselves. So it's kind of neat. So I usually do that any time I'm involved in a road trip. And then last week, I actually left out on a Saturday and flew up and, and found myself in West Virginia on Sunday for a day of whitewater rafting. And probably do something along the lines of a blog post or a, a podcast about how not to die on vacation because, uh, it was a good time, but I can see where people find themselves getting in over their heads a little bit when it comes to activities and, uh, and vacation time. And after leaving West Virginia, kind of worked my way down through the Carolinas, uh, hitting Charlottesville, Salem, Roanoke, and then finding myself in greensboro north carolina thursday when the remnants of tropical storm michael came through and just dumped a whole bunch of rain and followed or coupled that with a whole bunch of wind and then leaving out of uh, charlotte friday early friday morning landing in orlando and then that night heading down to south florida so my wife actually (laughs) totaled it up and as of the 16th of October, I have spent three nights in my own bed this month. So So I find myself down in the uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area this week working. Also had a really unique experience last week. A fellow anchor. FM podcaster, The Travel Winds, Pete uh, actually took the time to interview me uh, for lack of a better term, but it was more of a discussion about travel Pizza, or travel winds is located on the the west coast and seems to spend uh, a fair amount of time up and down california including uh, hawaii where i'm more on the east coast but it was interesting to kind of swap stories but i encourage you and i'll put a link in the show notes to his podcast but you know he interviews uh this week he posted an interview with dennis franks who was part of the inspiration uh for the movie the invincibles uh, invincible with mark Wahlberg. you know he's had podcast uh, episodes with cowboy troy from big and rich so uh, again give him a listen he does a, a phenomenal job a very easy interview style where it's more of a conversation than uh, a bunch of questions peppered with a bunch of answers so today we're going to continue our off the eaten path this time focusing on the state of georgia you know the past two versions have been florida but we're going to start moving our way up north. And Georgia is the the heart of Southern cuisine, and it really holds a special place in, in my my heart. I've lived in Georgia three times, and which totals up to, I don't know, 20 to 25-plus years. But a great, great state for food. I mean, it's as, as Southern as it gets, and it's as fancy as it gets. So one of the must-stops in Georgia is on the north side of Atlanta, and it's called the Varsity. And when you walk in, you'll hear, what do you have? From the moment you walk in and your feet hit this 1950-ish terrazzo floor, the Varsity is truly an Atlanta landmark. My dad attended Georgia Tech in the late 50s, and he ate more than his uh, fair share of meals there instead of camping out at the Tech cafeteria. And the food is very basic. It's hot dogs, hamburgers, and fries. And the Varsity has their own lingo to accompany it. You know, when you walk in, if you order a PC, it stands for plain chocolate, milk, and it's going to be served over a cup full of ice. If you order a hot dog plain, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get a hot dog with chili and mustard. (laughs) I remember the first time I, because when I was a bratty little eight-year-old or six-year-old, I didn't want ketchup or mustard. And I ordered a hot dog plain, and all of a sudden I get this dog just slathered in chili and mustard. <laughs> so I'm sure my dad chuckled under his breath. Usually in the fall, when Tech would have their homecoming games, my dad and I would make a pilgrimage down, generally eat lunch at the varsity, and then make our way over to the stadium and, and catch the, the what they call the Georgia Tech Rec Parade, and then follow that up with the, the game. You know, several years ago, my dad turned 70. And I went by one of their locations and got 70 drinking cups, 70 server hats, and 70 napkins for his birthday celebration. And he got a kick out of it. But the the varsity really holds that much of a a place in our family's heart. So it's a it's a great restaurant. There's probably I think there's several locations throughout the uh, the state. I know they had one up in Athens near uh, the Georgia Bulldog campus. But really, you've got to go to the original—the one that's downtown. They still have the old, uh, the car hops out there, so you can actually drive, and they'll hang a uh, tray off your window of your car and let you eat in the comfort of your your car while you're listening to a uh, podcast. From Atlanta, we're going to move up north a little bit to Lupita's Mexican restaurant, and this is, was located in Norcross. And, and Lupita, sadly, is closed, but it truly deserves a mention. Lupita's was. A uh, Norcross staple. You know, I dined there over the course of 25 years when I was when I was living in Atlanta this last time. And unfortunately, the 16 of those years, it was less than four miles from my office. So it made for a weekly pilgrimage for sure. And most of the staff had been there since the day they opened. And they knew us from the moment we walked in and had our orders memorized. And this is truly legit Mexican food. Yes, you get your typical sizzling fajita platters but they used to put on this rich thick mole sauce and you couple that with an endless supply of warm tortilla chips I mean it was just a hit now something interesting a lot of people don't know I mean the Waffle House is actually based out of Norcross and there were or there are there were no less than three Waffle House locations within three miles of Lapitas. And more times than not we would be dining in the restaurant with Waffle House executives I mean they were enjoyed their lunch so much you know that they they made it a pilgrimage there instead of going to their own place so here's a tip when it comes to Mexican restaurants make sure that they offer a speedy plate for lunch doesn't matter what it contains but just make sure they have a speedy plate next we're heading up north a little bit to Dahlonega Georgia and the Smith House and I've started dining here way back in the 70s and it's still a favorite I don't get up there as much as I once did But this is classic Southern cuisine served family style. And so family style, you ask, well, that's where they sit you and your family at a table full of strangers. And for some people, it's completely out of their comfort zone. But I can assure you that everyone is friendly, and I guarantee you that they will pass you the biscuits when you ask for it. So fried chicken is always on the menu. It's a staple. And then along with that, they'll have a meat of the day. When it comes to veggies... It is everything that you could imagine. Fried okra, green beans, this warm, rich mashed potatoes with homemade gravy, cream corn, collard greens. I mean, it's it reminds me of what my grandmother used to fix way back in uh, the 70s and 80s in Rock Hill, South Carolina. So if you ever find yourself in Dahlonega, Georgia, definitely do your belly a favor and stop in. From Dahlonega, we're going to head over to Helen, Georgia, to the Nacuchi Village Tavern and Pizzeria. And for me, Helen is one of my favorite Georgia towns, and it means several things. It means I'm in the mountains, which is great. They have a phenomenal Oktoberfest, and some of the best fly fishing this side of the Mississippi. And I've spent years wading the Upper Chattahoochee River fishing, and one of my favorite stops after we were done on the river for the day was stopping in Nocushie Village for a, a, a bite to eat. It's it's located on the outskirts of Helen, which doesn't sound like much, but when you get into the October-November season Helen fills up it's bumper to bumper traffic going into town because you have Oktoberfest as well as all the leaf lookers that want to come and see the changing colors so the advantage of uh, Nacoochee being on the south end of Helen is you don't get caught in quite as much traffic heading in there's still going to be a lot but it's not as much traffic as the in-town restaurants get the subs here are huge so go easy on your belly and the calories and order a half the pizza's out of the world, out of this world. They have an amazing, diverse beer selection. You know, t- of course, tons of local beers, and, and Georgia has no shortage of of breweries. Uh, but you know, you can couple that with uh, your typical classic, you know, North Carolina brews that they bring in from Sierra Nevada, uh, Wicked Weed, and, and Magic Hat, and the likes. The best part in the Coochie is uh, village is that it's right across the street from Unicoi Outfitters. And I'll put a link to them. They are, hands down, the best fly shop in the state of Georgia. I mean, some of the most helpful guys around, Jimmy and his boys, um, will never let you down. I guarantee you that they will put you on fish. And they actually have a phenomenal stretch of water that runs alongside the uh, the shop that's to pay for, for fish or pay for catch and release. You certainly can't take them home. But those guys will put you on fish to make you think that you're out west fishing some of the big rivers. From Helen, we're going to head back down to Duluth to a restaurant called the Fung Mi. And since Lapita's closed, this has really become our official lunch hangout. It's probably two hours from or two hours, two miles from the office. You know, the location of Fung Mi is near and dear to me. This stretch of Pleasant Hill Road was was not too far from where I bought my first house, and this was quite literally my stomping grounds for 19 years. And over those years, I've watched the rise and fall of this area. You know, unfortunately now, even from afar, I mean, I get into the office probably once a quarter. But I'm getting to watch the revitalization of it, and it's kind of neat. Now, the spin on Fung Me, besides all of us making fun of their name, is that they offer traditional bento boxes. Now, for, for somebody like me that likes to eat all of a particular food item before moving on to the next, bento boxes are my style. I don't want my food touching my order is always the orange chicken bento box. Their orange chicken is just perfectly fried to perfection. It's not like going to Panda Express or Asian chow in the airport where, you know, one bite is like you're you're chewing into a corn nut and the next bite's like you're eating taffy. I mean, their orange chicken is consistently cooked, fried to perfection, this lightly browned crispy shell the sauce is a wonderful aromatic mix of green onions orange rind and syrup you know that syrup's just perfect for dipping your spring rolls or your dumplings into and of course don't pass up their hot and sour soup from Duluth we're gonna head over across the state to Ringgold Georgia in Bailey's BBQ. Uh, Ringgold is a small town just south of the Georgia Tennessee border Actually, Bailey's was discovered by my wife and I several years ago when we were looking to relocate to Chattanooga. The nice thing about Tennessee is very similar to Florida. There's no state income tax, so I'm sure it comes out in the end that it's a wash, but it's kind of nice not having to do uh, an extra tax form each year living in the state of Florida. Now, Bailey's is a through-and-through hole in the wall. There's less than 40 reviews on Yelp. But they serve solid barbecue, and that's, of course, what I had. this tasty pork sandwich complete with this pressed bun. I'll put a picture of the show notes. Our first trip there, my wife ordered their Thursday roast beef special. And for me, I'm not one to stray too far off the for, for the menu. I mean, for example, I don't order wings at a seafood restaurant. You know, I kind of uh, I kind of stick to what they know. But however, to this day, my wife swears that this was some of the best roast beef that she's ever tasted. Leaving Ringgold, we're going to come back across the state to Cleveland, Georgia, in the Soda Fountain Cafe. And I think Cleveland lays claim or fame to having the Cabbage Patch Doll Hospital. And if I recall, when my daughter was young, I think we took her up there, and you could actually watch a Cabbage Patch doll being born through the Cabbage Patch, uh, which was kind of cool. But when it comes to Americana, the, South, the Soda Fountain This is the place. I mean, it's positioned right off the town square inside the pharmacy. Yes, Americana. Now, your window of opportunity here is narrow. They're only open from 11 to 2 and they're closed on Sundays. So, every time I've ever been there, I've had to wait, but it's worth it. You know, if you're hungry, order the cowboy burger, the homemade barbecue sauce, bacon, cheese, this perfectly seasoned patty if you're still hungry don't judge follow that with a georgia burger peaches georgia battered onions georgia and a uh, you know this thick syrupy bourbon glaze draped over another perfectly seasoned patty don't pass on their sweet potato fries they serve it with this just tasty wonderful marshmallow cinnamon dipping sauce that my wife and I have tried for probably 7 years to uh to recreate at home and had not had a single bit of luck with it. So that's pretty much my favorite for Georgia. Uh, But, you know, Georgia still is a great state for food. There's a Sundial restaurant down in downtown Atlanta, and the claim to fame with the Sundial is the restaurant kind of rotates. I think it rotates one revolution per hour. And the running joke is that if you get up to go to the bathroom, when you come back, your table will be on the other side of the restaurant. Up in North Georgia, in Dillard, there's the Dillard House, very similar to the Smith House. Uh, probably a little bit more scenic than the Smith House. It's a just a st- beautifully designed stone building, for lack of a better term. But these big, huge cobblestones. And you, you look at those buildings and you wonder, how in the world did anybody build this You know, back in the 1800s, early 1900s, without having the equipment that we have nowadays. In a recent stop that my wife and I made, we were coming back out of Atlanta, I think it was during the summer, was we were in the airport, and uh, discovered Ludacris, the rapper, has a place called Chicken and Beer. And so, of course, uh, I'm raising my hand, I'm going. And it was surprisingly good. I mean, I really thought that this was going to be one of these... uh, you know, rapper slash movie star hack endorsed restaurants, but it legitimately held up. I mean, they had a very diverse beer menu. And of course, you've got to have chicken and you got to have waffles. Uh, so if you find yourself in Concourse D at the Atlanta airport, check out Ludacris's, uh, chicken and beer. So there you have it. Off the Eaton Path, Georgia style. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening and safe travels. <laughs> Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.